experience and a sense of humor. If you don't get it, listen closer. Gil Whiteley says things you need to think about. If you're wondering if he just said that, he did. Whiteley so. Mile High Sports. Hello and welcome back. Uh, Joining us, Baseball Hall of Famer Wade Boggs. Mr. Boggs, thank you so much for joining us. I hear you you know my partner here, uh, Mark Cooper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we go way back. <laughs> Give me a good Cooper story, will you, please? <laughs> yeah, we, we go back to the Gandy Bridge days. Oh, so. my goodness, you're <laughs> right. Tampa. I, I'm yeah. sitting here, I'm looking at my Facebook page. I did post it right at the last minute that you were coming on. I got two women I know go, oh, I had a big crush on him. And then the next one is, the first man that ever broke my heart. It was right after my 10th birthday, she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> I've been covering. I've been doing this for thirty-five years. I've been. Uh, uh, I've been covering sports and uh, been a big baseball guy. I was on the baseball commission here to try to bring the Rockies to town. Unfortunately, that's who we got. Uh, but uh, I've seen you play live maybe eight, nine, ten times, and that's a lot for a visiting player because you've never played in the city that I I covered or lived in. And I'm not sure I ever saw you get out, but one or uh, two or three times. I think one. Did Did you ever go five for five against the White Sox? Uh, not against the White Sox, but uh, Minnesota uh, did did it against Minnesota uh, a couple times, and uh, but not against the White Sox. Uh, probably had four hits a lot of times against. The White oh my Sox. God, you did! I, I I just like the guy. They can't get this guy out. You know, I I, I always admired. The way you hit, you were that you were that professional out. Uh, I think uh, Todd Helton tried to to play like you played, uh, going with the pitch. No one went with the pitch quite like you did. If you if they give you the pitch out and down and away, you're going you're going down the you're, you're going with it and taking it down the opposite field, and that's uh, well, the, the mark of a true a true hitter. Uh, well, I. Had something in in, in Boston that uh, a lot of other hitters didn't have for eighty two uh, games, and that was uh, the wall in Fenway Park, and and it was so conducive to my style of hitting <laughs> that uh, yeah, I, I I played it like a fiddle. So, I mean, they, the old adage was they 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 can uh, they can shift on you, but they can't play high enough, and. So when you just keep hitting balls off the wall, it makes it very difficult to defend you. <laughs> yeah. That's Nin- like, 9,100 times, right? 9,180. Like, <laughs> I, I was reading some of your stats, Wade, and I never read your stats, you know, because we've just been buddies and fishing buddies and uh, a couple of beers at a time and here and there and um, and competing in, in, in tournaments. And by the way, everybody, Wade Boggs is one of the most philanthropic, big hardest guys you've ever met in your life because he, he when he, he goes and helps charities, he's all in and he's been doing that forever. And, and that's uh, where we've kind of stayed in touch and, and had a lot of fun fishing and stuff. But, you know, you know, Thanks, a great baseball player, I mean, Hall of Famer, and we have so much fun busting each other's chops and I couldn't hold his bat. And, uh, but, you know, I started to look at your stat. Damn, your, your, your baseball card's worth a thousand bucks. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, put it aside for a college fund or something. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Let's get a stack yeah, of those. I know. Oh my goodness! But uh, you yeah. know, the, the, you, you just been you know such a pleasure. I, like I said, we met when I was playing for Tampa Bay, uh, fishing off the Gandy Bridge, and uh, got to know each other a little bit through Doug Shields, who's a Miami baseball player at the time, and then and then getting uh, you know involved with all these tur- these tournaments over the years, and Chuck Lamar's tournament over in uh, with the, you know in Tampa. Uh, where you played for a while too, and um, we had we had a lot of fun, and 
And like I said, there's nobody with a bigger heart than you. And I, I can't tell people enough. When people ask me about Wade Boggs, first thing that comes out of my mouth is, you know, what a great person you are and what a great, you know, where your heart's at from the standpoint of helping charities raise money. It's amazing. Well, thanks, Coop. I appreciate that. Uh, well, I can, I can say the exact same thing about you because you're, you're one of the big staples for cystic fibrosis uh, down in the, in the lower keys. And, and with the passing of Gary Ellis, who was instrumental in, in making so much money for cystic fibrosis, and, and Susan's sort of carrying the torch now, uh, with the passing of Gary, uh, you know we're we're the we're the two celebrities that uh, that go head to head sort of uh, every year at the Slam or or possibly a Red Bone or a Bay Bone or something down there. But uh, the the big winners are the kids and, uh. and and trying to trying to raise money for cystic fibrosis. And when I came on board in 1984 with Gary, uh, the life expectancy for a CF patient was around nine. Yep. Uh, the life expectancy now for a CF patient is around 42 or 43. So this is where cystic fibrosis has, has gone to with, with uh, uh, trying to find, uh, they're still trying to find the cure. Uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, they're making such great innovations in, in medicine and, and, and treatments that uh, a, a CF patient now can uh, live a viable life, and 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 it's 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 wonderful to see, and and to meet somebody in their mid thirties that that has cystic fibrosis, and, and I, I've when when we go around and do these tournaments, and, and it's just uh, a testament not only to yourself but uh, the hard work that. Uh, cystic fibrosis uh, puts forward. I chaired the uh, cystic fibrosis golf tournament here for a couple, maybe three years in a row, and uh, they, the name of the tournament was 65 Roses, and that was because the, the poster child couldn't say cystic fibrosis. She said 65 Roses, and that's why they named it that the golf tournament that. I always thought that was great. It is, yeah. Well, actually, Coop has a fishing tournament there. In, uh, yep, yep. Great. In, hey, we in, moved uh, to the Casper this year. We had 41 anglers, buddy. I have to get you out here next year. Terrific. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be, that'd big, be a big, lot of fun. Big fish up in Wyoming. But uh, So, hey, so uh, you've been watching the baseball, or t- give us your inside scoop. Well, the inside scoop is I haven't been watching the World Series. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> There's the inside scoop. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's well, talk let me add, let me let's do this. Let me ask you the question. What do you think of the of the analytics and the the, the great shifts that these guys are making? Wouldn't you love to everybody everybody to get on the right side of the of second base while you were at bat? Oh, I, I'd uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be the next 400 hitter. There's yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> um, it, I, I'll tell you a quick funny story. Ray Miller, uh, he was managing the Twins, and and he came up. With uh, uh, we were in Minnesota, and and he came up with this idea, and he came out while we were taking batting practice and said, uh, "Boxy, we, we finally figured you out." And I said, "Okay." And I walk up my first at bat, and the shortstop and second baseman are standing right behind second base. And I looked at the umpire and I said, "Is is that legal?" He said, "Well, I'm." I'm not a rocket scientist, but I guarantee you're going to go five for five today if they stay there. <laughs> yeah. Well, when the when the pitcher would warm up, one of them would move to their position. Well, whoever didn't move is where I hit the ball. 
So I did go five for five that night. Oh, and, my God. And so, the, yeah, the second baseman would run over, and I hit the ball to the shortstop, or the shortstop would run over, and then I'd pull the ball uh, through the second base hole. But, uh, yeah, I went five for five, and Ray Miller said, well, I guess we didn't figure you out. <laughs> so that was, yeah, I mean, it, it, the thing about these shifts that, that, that sort of bugs me to death is, is, is that when you're when you're in professional baseball and you work on various things, you just don't work on trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark. That, but you go to the ballpark, let the ball get deep, and and do various things to to help out your ball club. You're not helping out your ball club when you hit into these shifts and 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 don't contribute. I mean, you get a guy on third base and there's nobody on the left side. All you have to do is hit a dribbler through the shortstop, and the guy on third scores. A guy made a bunt for a triple not, uh, like amazing. two years ago. It's amazing <laughs> it, that, that, that these guys, that, but the, the one thing about it is it's not being taught. Uh, they want the analytics. They want you know it, to, to have the fact that uh, this is how we're going to teach it, and and it, you're sort of – giving yourself up if you go the other way well in my opinion you're on first base and you're moving the line along that's that's the biggest thing but uh yeah analytics is 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 i mean you, you've got a, a, a lot of well i guess you could call them nerds and all that yeah. in the front office and that's fine and they're, they're and, not a protected group yet exactly <laughs> But, Wait, did you did but, you ever? Uh, the thing, but the thing about it is, is, is uh, the one the one thing that that sort of cracks me up is war, and that's wins above replacement. Naturally, your right fielder is going to have a better war than the guy sitting on the bench. Otherwise, the right fielder wouldn't be playing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, if 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 your starting nine has a better war than anybody sitting on the bench. Then you possibly have a a problem if somebody on the bench is has a has a higher war. Uh, I could probably argue that point in 1982 when I was a rookie and I was hitting 365 at the time. And Ralph Houck uh, sent me back to the bench to uh, pinch hit for two weeks uh, when I was extremely hot in 1982. So I could probably argue the point that someone on the bench probably had a higher war than somebody playing in the field. But, but to that fact, it's when when the front office calls down and says take out the pitcher because he can't throw one more pitch, and <laughs> and then there's and then the, the 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 fire trucks go off and everybody's rushing to the mound to take this guy out of the game because he. He can't throw one more pitch. Um, I never thought that the World Series would be a, a collection of, of openers and bullpen guys and, yeah. and various things like this. And, and I mean, the, the, the complete dinosaur nowadays is a starting pitcher that can go seven innings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just not around. And it's, it's not that they're just not around. They're, they're paying a lot of these guys. A boatload of money. I mean, Grinky, he makes $35 million and he can only throw four innings. <laughs> really? I'm sure that, yeah, uh, I'm sure that else needs to be evaluated that, uh, maybe, you know, that, uh, I mean, that the worst job in Major League Baseball is an opener. 
Because if you give up a run in the first inning and you make 35 opens, you can go 0 and 35. Good call. Have 35 losses. You're never in line for a win. No. So this, in my opinion, is the worst job in Major League Baseball. And and owners and GMs love it because when they go to arbitration and the arbitration guy who's supposedly neutral uh, looks at this and goes, wow, that guy was 0-34 last year? He's not very good. And you sit there and go, well, he's an opener. And, oh, okay. And then you got to explain what an opener is to an arbitrator who sits there and either root, either – uh, evaluates for the owners or evaluates for the player. But, uh, yeah, in my opinion, the opener is probably the, one of the, the the worst jobs in Major League Baseball. I'm sure Wally Pipp had a better war than the rookie that uh, that replaced him because he had a hangover called Lou Gehrig. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then he played exactly. the next 2,100 games. <laughs> exactly. Hey, wait, did you ever, uh, did you ever hit Wakefield? Because you guys overlap. You when you went to the Red Sox, I'm sorry, you went to the Yankees in '93, right? And I think Tim right. kind of Tim kind of came on the scene around '92, '93, '94, didn't he? With that, yeah, I that faced, him, I faced him uh, with uh, when I was in New York and Tampa Bay. How, how tough was that? To, how tough was that knuckleball to hit? Well, it's it's sort of like trying to catch a fly with chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, about the analogy that you can use, Mr. Miyagi, huh? And, <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, coincidentally, I um, I hit knuckleballers pretty good. Uh, Charlie, Bob, everybody, Diotti, and right, and right. Uh, but uh, uh, Phil Necro, Joe Necro. I mean, we, we had quite a few knuckleballers All back in yeah. the day. Right? Yeah, we had All the quite big a few names. knuckleballers, and and but uh, yeah, it, it's it's one of those weird pitches that that. Not a lot of people can perfect, but the ones that do uh, really, really have success with it. I've got, I've got two and a third in the big leagues with two strikeouts with a knuckleball, so um, I'm right there with them. Well, uh, this is uh, this has been Wade Bogman with us, and I, I, we really appreciate you coming on and, and doing this. And uh, if you show up for uh, Coop's tournament, Coop's been with me for about 25 years, one day a week. <laughs> on my, on my that's, show. That's all you can stand. That's about what he works. That's about all you can get out of it. We met when uh, when he was playing, and we met because we were both working on the same charity. So, uh, Well, he, he carried his football days into uh, broadcasting days on the radio because he only works one day a week. Right. Yeah, you know, all that money I made and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All those Super Bowls you won. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we Wade was good. Wade was comparing rings one time, and he put all three rings out, and I had to leave and go get a beer. Yes, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Wade, it's thank, been great, guys. thank you very much. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. My pleasure. Wade Boggs, hey, Hall of Famer. Care. Love you, man. We'll be back. All right, take care. I love you too, Coop. Bye-bye. <laughs>